0: What we've seen as a national crisis in the last two or three weeks has been a perpetual crisis in the Midwest, particularly in UHL. We have a population in the Midwest just shy of half a million people, and there was a time, there was a time when that population base had five accidents and emergency departments: the regional hospital, now UHL, Ennis General, Nina General, uh, St John's Hospital, and Barringtons Hospital—five accidents and emergency departments. Uh, my Dad drove ambulances for many years. My mother was a nurse. They filtered people into these hospitals. They were provided with a level of care and when they were ready, they went home and they were discharged. sometimes old ways were better and I think the HSC at this moment of time this juncture need to fess up that the decision taken in two thousand and nine to wind back 24-hour A&E in Ennis General Hospital, downgrade uh, the health system in the Midwest, has absolutely come back to hauntings. And Minister Mary Harney at the time touted centres of excellence. We have never had a centre of excellence in the Midwest. A centre of disaster, a centre of death for some people, is what we've seen in trolleys. A 16-year-old girl losing her life the days before Christmas uh, on a trolley in UHL. I want to ask you at the outset, do you believe, as, as the helmsman of the HSC, that a mistake has been made, certainly in the Midwest, and you might comment nationally as well, but in terms of downgrading hospitals to Model 2, to removing 24 A&E, to the point that half a million people are all funneled through one single hospital system. Has that been a failure, has it been a mistake, and do we need to reverse that by way of hospital upgrading again?
1: Deputy, and I will ask the Chief Senator office, officer, to comment. So personally definitely, Deputy, no, I do not believe that the reconfiguration and removal of emergency care services from... Uh, smaller hospital sites was the wrong thing to do. Uh, it was government policy, it was a policy backed up by safety concerns, and to be quite frank, having managed hospital services directly, uh, I would not reverse it. Now, that's different to investing in Model 2s, which has always been the intention, and and enabling Model 2s to provide as much safe care as they can. But expecting that we could have 29, 24-7 emergency departments in a country of this size and staff them safely to meet all comers
2: is just not a practical reality. But I might just ask the Chief Glenn for a comment. A hospital framework document came in 2014 and I recognise exactly that, that we can't provide all the expectations that people would reasonably have, and have for all emergency departments. In modern healthcare, emergency departments, you'd expect to have a full range of specialties behind, right up to and including intensive care. And the fact is, not only can we not staff that number of emergency departments, but we can't provide the complexity and specialists uh, support that's required right up to and uh, the intensive care. So uh, the, 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 the intensives involved, particularly uh, for those people with more complex need, will tell you that while there, of course, there has been capacity issues with bypassing hospitals, to revert to opening emergency departments in Model 2 hospitals and then create the expectation that you can provide the full range of care up to and including intensive care is simply not realistic.